Welcome to Binge on Selva podcast. I'm your host Anna, but you can call me Anchi. For the past few years, I've been struggling with binge eating disorder, severe procrastination issues, and a really poor self-image. Any kind of self-love has been pretty much non-existent. But I've realized I'm not alone in this, as millions of others struggle with accepting who they are, and we all fight our inner battles. I'm not an expert on this, nor I claim to be, but I have a story and I want to share it with you guys, raw and honest, with all its highs and lows. Every Tuesday, I share my experience, thoughts and tips on overcoming binge eating disorder, procrastination and tips on gaining self-love and respect. Join me and our listeners on our journey to build a healthier and kinder relationship with ourselves. Make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self-Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episode. For more content on binge eating, procrastination, self-love and self-acceptance, visit bingeonselflove.com and follow me on Instagram at bingeonselflove. Disclaimer, Binge on Self-Love podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It doesn't provide professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for a diagnosis or treatment. Hi everyone, welcome to the Binge on Self-Love podcast. It's so great to be back with another episode. For those who don't know, my name is Anna, but you can call me Anchi. And thank you for joining my listeners and me on this quite wild recovery journey, binge eating disorder journey, procrastination and self-acceptance journey. I hope you will enjoy today's episode and in case you do, make sure to subscribe to the Binge on Self-Love podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts or any other platform so you don't miss any future episodes because new episode launches every Tuesday so when you subscribe there's no chance you'll miss it. In today's episode I would like to touch on what to do and what not to do after a binge. If you are listening to this podcast, I assume some of you yourself are going through an eating disorder, through recovery, maybe you have dealt with an eating disorder in the past or chances are someone close to you is going through an eating disorder and you are trying to understand the issue better and you are trying to find a way how to help them. I'm recovering from a binge eating disorder and although I've been doing pretty well for, I would say, for the past two years, I recently started to feel the urges to binge and I have also binged a couple of times the past month or two months period. And what I've realized is that I cannot change what I've done. I can't change that I binged. I can't go back in time and undo the binging. But what I can do and what all of you can do is to choose your response to it and your action or inaction after the binge. I want this podcast to be as helpful for you as possible so I would like to share with you a few tips that through the years I found helpful in terms of what does and doesn't work after the binge. Just a little reminder, I am not a professional therapist, coach or dietitian so all the information in this episode is solely based on my experience, my tips, and it is not a professional advice. 
Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Enchanté. I'll start with what not to do after a binge. Just because I think there are so many things that we all did or do that are not helpful at all when it comes to things and life and us after a binge. My first tip is don't punish yourself for binging. Few moments after every binge session, I would feel this enormous wave of guilt and shame and disgust coming over me. And it's just the beginning of the remorse, ruminating and shameful and hateful comments towards oneself. How could I let myself go? How could I let myself do that? I'm never gonna get out of this. I never stop binging. And what I feel like you need to do right there at that moment is to pause and remind yourself that punishing yourself is not going to help you. You already feel like shit after the binge, partially because you're physically sick from all the food and partially because you feel like you just sabotaged yourself and all your effort. But the thing is that hating yourself, being mean to yourself and punishing yourself is not going to change the fact that you just binged. And trust me, I know how fucking hard it is not to aim hate and shame and disgust and all of that negativity towards yourself. But punishment and hate and shame never led to anything positive. What we need to realize is that if you are struggling with binge eating disorder or with bulimia or with any other type or subtype of an eating disorder or you are in recovery, is that binging will most probably occur again. Recovery doesn't happen overnight and binging also doesn't stop overnight. And any period of time that you were able to go without the actual binge is a huge success. It doesn't matter if it's been a week, a day, or just a couple of hours. Any kind of progress is a huge success. So instead of pinning yourself, hating yourself, feeling ashamed, feeling disappointed and angry with yourself, acknowledge what happened and focus on what you can do now and what you can do in the future. Is there anything particular that led to that binge? If so, what was it? Is there anything that you could have done differently? I've tried to search for tips on what one can do after a binge and many websites and blogs recommended get back on track. But I am personally not a fan of this attitude. Like what track? A diet? Diets are not helpful or sustainable. If anything, diets usually contribute to creating an unhealthy mindset towards food. A tip number two is don't try to redeem yourself for the binge. Don't punish yourself for the binge. Don't get that mindset of I'm gonna make amends and undo the binge. On the one hand, I feel like it's such a natural reaction for so many of us. I just binged, so now I am going to restrict myself and I'm gonna go to the gym and work extra extra hard to undo the damage that I've done. But it doesn't work like that. And what I don't like about this mindset especially is that it's solely weight focused. I feel like weight gain shouldn't be the most important consequence of binge that is scaring us. The main reason and the main motivation why we want to recover from binge eating disorder 
should be something else, something more deep, something more meaningful. Because if your why is based on the focus on our weight, then it's not strong enough to get us through the recovery. And I'm speaking from my experience. I've had this one and only goal in my head that screamed weight loss. It was my only reason why I wanted to stop binging. Not the stomach ache, not my hair falling out, not my damaged skin, nails, not the cavity of my teeth, not my mental health, just the weight loss. And because of that, I never managed to go a freaking day without a binge for a very long time. I said it a thousand times and I'm gonna say it again, make your health your priority, both your physical and mental health. Make them your priority, not your weight loss. Weight loss may or may not come as a nice bonus, but the desired outcome here is you being happy and healthy. A tip number three is don't put yourself in the role of I am a binge eater, this is what I do and this is what I always do. Do you know the quote? I think it was by Albert Einstein. You never fail until you stop trying. That's exactly the mindset you need to have when it comes to anything, but especially when it comes to an eating disorder and to the recovery. It's not about how many times you've relapsed, but about how many times you've got back up and kept trying. And again, I'm speaking from my own experience. I've relapsed and I've binged over and over again and I've kept trying and trying and then I kept binging and nothing seemed to work but I still kept trying and eventually it worked out. The biggest progress in recovery often happens as a result of hundreds of tiny little steps that we take and changes we make and decisions we make. It doesn't happen overnight just like the eating disorder hasn't developed overnight Even the recovery won't happen overnight. So even if you just binged, it doesn't take the progress away from you. It doesn't erase your effort. And most importantly, it doesn't mean you failed. I think the only time you could ever fail is if you would just stop trying. Every time you keep going in the recovery is a reason to be super proud of yourself. I want to believe that we can recover from binge eating disorder or from any eating disorder for that matter. I'm not saying that it's easy or that it doesn't feel impossible sometimes, but I think and I believe it is possible. Now let's move to things that you should actually do after the binge. My first and most important tip is to continue eating quote-unquote normally. And by normally, I mean don't skip any kind of food, don't skip breakfast or lunch, don't starve yourself on purpose. Of course, you probably won't be hungry right after the binge, but once you do feel hungry, eat. Don't punish yourself by not eating, by starving, by restricting, by switching to the I'm gonna diet mindset. Have a nice and nutritious meal. Don't skimp on yourself by having just a salad, avoiding carbs or fat or anything. I feel like this is such a typical behavior for anyone who struggles with binge eating disorder. We tend to undo the binge by restricting ourselves and pursuing ourselves that from now on we are going to eat healthy and we will never ever binge again. 
but we do the exact opposite. Restricting only leads to binging. So don't restrict yourself, don't feed into the cycle of restricting, binging and restricting and so on and so on. My second tip is to get out of the rut. Eating disorders thrive in our routines and habits. If we keep doing the same, they have the same amount of space they can take. The worst you can do is to keep doing the same and expect a different outcome. The same applies to an eating disorder and to the recovery. You can't expect to succeed in recovery without changing anything. For example, for me, my bedroom was the number one trigger. Whenever I sat down on that red chair in my bedroom and I opened my laptop, it was like a sign and a signal for my eating disorder and for my brain to scream binge, binge, binge. And my routine at that time was basically like an open invitation for the eating disorder. I would wake up, I would binge, I would go to work, then I would go to store and buy all all these different types of food. Then I would go home, watch YouTube and binge for a couple of hours and then I would fall asleep. So of course my eating disorder got stronger and stronger and it became harder and harder for me to get out of that rut and change something. What I found to be helpful was switching the environment. Um, instead of eating in my bedroom, I would eat in a kitchen or in the living room. I also found really helpful going for a walk, even if it was just for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour or so, going for a walk with someone, with my boyfriend, with my friend, with anyone who I could talk to and just clear my mind. It's also super helpful to get some fresh air, maybe planning an afternoon trip with your friend, visiting your family or friends if that's possible, of course, regarding the current pandemic situation maybe like visiting a museum or cinema or going to the library you probably think that i'm like crazy like go to the library like anna how is that going to help me to stop bench eating and in fact it's not but it's going to help you get out of the same old patterns and you will have a chance to look at things from a little different perspective and maybe you will be like me and you will realize that while you were out or while you were out of that routine, you felt really, really happy. And that's one more reason to recover, to be able to do things you love without an eating disorder ruining your life. Tip number three is to move your body, but not because you want to lose weight or anything like that, but because being active is being healthy and we need to have some physical activity every day. And I don't know about you, but I always feel much better after a workout than I did before. And again, it can be anything from dancing in the living room, doing a Pamela Rafe workout, going for a walk, riding a bike, doing yoga. I think yoga especially is a great tool how to come to peace with your body and with your mind. So whatever it might be for you, just try to be active. My last tip is to reflect. But be really careful and mindful about this one because reflecting on your actions and what has led to the binge and what you can do differently the next time around can be super helpful sometimes. So can be reflecting on how far you've come, what you achieved and how much of a progress you've made. But other times 
it's not that helpful. I feel like overthinking sometimes can make things much worse. So I would say reflect, but reflect mindfully. I personally found meditation to be helpful because it helped me to ease my mind a little bit and it teaches me um, the right kind of attitude of not judging your thoughts, but just but just letting the thoughts flow. So to sum up this episode, what I found helpful after a binge is number one, to eat normally and don't restrict yourself. Number two, change the environment you're in to get out of that rut, to get out of that pattern. Number three, move your body. Number four, reflect, but reflect mindfully. Number five, try not to punish yourself for binging. Number six, don't try to redeem yourself for the binge by restricting, over-exercising or whatever it might be. And number seven, don't give up. Binging doesn't mean you failed or that your effort is gone. Not at all. So that's all I have for you today. I hope you found these seven tips at least a little helpful. If you did, make sure to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite platforms. If you have any other tips that maybe helped you or that you would like to share with me, feel free to send me an email at anci at bingeonselflove.com or you can send me a DM on Instagram at bingeonselflove. I'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. Thank you so much for listening. Stay true to yourself and talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for spending your time listening to Binge on Self-Love podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self-Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episode. You can find more content on binge eating, procrastination and self-acceptance at bingeonselflove.com and on Instagram at bingeonselflove. Talk to you soon. Bye!